Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is TSG, otherwise known as the Stone Genius. Trying new things. I don't think that worked. So, Lent just started, if you're into that. So, I grew up and Lent was always part of the yearly Christian practice that my family participated in. Oh, and welcome to the show. If you don't follow me already, please follow me. Please follow me now because maybe you'll forget to hit unfollow at the end of the show because I'm going to talk about some stuff that, whatever. It's just, I always say be yourself. So I'm going to let people know some stuff about me. And I always say, a lot of people that don't know me would judge me based on what I say as opposed to how I would actually treat them. And you can say, well, you can say one thing, and it doesn't matter. So anyway, follow me now. You can unfollow me if you remember to do that later. So for Lent, I grew up in a Presbyterian, into a Christian church originally, then my mother worked at a Presbyterian church. We went to a Presbyterian church for quite some time after that. Then when I met Bobby, my wife, when I met Bobby, we moved back to Wichita and went to a Nazarene church that she grew up in. And we went to that church while we were down in Wichita. When we came back, we found the church that we've been in since 99, Christmas of 99. I don't want it to seem like it was the whole year of 99. I don't want to get an extra year of credit for going to this particular church. Although if that's a thing, if I get to heaven and they're like, well, you were just one credit year short of being able to get in the pearly gates. And I will tell you, that is not going to be my problem. I have a lot of problems and that ain't one. I think that's a song, and if it's not, it should be. So anyway, anywho, anyhow, Lent, I don't really understand Lent. So you give something up for the 40 days preceding Easter. So once again, if you are not familiar with the Lenten season, it is the 40 days, it was kicked off, by Fat Tuesday, then Lent, uh, Ash Wednesday, which oddly enough, I want to start something called Ass Wednesday. Now, if my wife listens to this, she'll think that's sacrilegious because I just mentioned Ash Wednesday, religious, and Ass Wednesday, which could be religious if you're doing it correctly or receiving it correctly. She'll probably be upset that I said that, but I do think that Ask Wednesday would be a good thing. Just like Throwback Thursday, Ask Wednesday. Has a nice little ring to it. <laughs> okay, so for Lent, you typically give something up. I remember my parents would always give up desserts. And while I never, I'm not a dessert person. and Maybe it's because they always gave up dessert. I'm not a dessert person, so that would not... I don't eat dessert. I mean, I could say, if I told Bobby I was giving up desserts for lunch, she would punch me in the face. (laughs) Ooh, that's what she should have given up. 
I don't want it to sound like she abuses me because she does not. <laughs> Except with her eyes. <laughs> Sometimes the look she gives me, it's like uh, Homelander from The Boys, just that laser vision. I guess I could have used Superman. That may be a more universal term that I could have used. So the x-ray vision, there are times where I get that vision like, ooh, <laughs> somebody's going to get a rough in the sack tonight. <laughs> Meaning me, not her. So anyway, giving something up for Lent. And it's supposed to be something that's challenging. Here's the kicker, though. So it's supposed to be the 40 days preceding Easter. And <laughs> it would be so easy to fucking ask Google how many days? I'll just do it right now. Let's do it while I'm on my phone. How many days until Easter? 45 days. So they do take out the Sundays. See, I could have looked that up in advance. So there's something about, some reason Sunday doesn't count. I don't understand if it's because the Sabbath. I don't understand why Sundays don't count. So basically you give shit up for six days and then on the seventh day you can do it. It's almost the opposite of what the God creation story is. The God creation story was created the heavens and earth in six days and rested on the seventh. Well, evidently you got to rest up for, because if you give up, if I was to give up, I can't say it without laughing. If I was to give up cannabis, <laughs> if I was to give up cannabis for Lent. Do you know what would happen on Sundays? Because on Sundays you can whatever you've given up, you can do. So, like if you gave up, my parents gave up desserts. You can eat desserts on Sunday. It doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. It's like I can do this, but I don't fully want to commit to doing this. Like, I would think that it would be giving up something that you would want to give up long term. Like, let's say for me, cussing. Not on the table, not going to happen, not now, not ever. But let's say that was on the table. I would want, see, I would think that 40 days, 45, if you include the Sundays right now, 46, whatever the case may be, I would think that you would use those days to abstain from something, smoking, drinking, foot fetish porn. I don't know. You abstain for something, and then at the end of those days, because you sustain so long that you're no longer into foot fetish porn or smoking or drinking. So, here's my doogie. Ooh, doogie. I don't know why she's so freaking out. Are the cops here? What? They are? Lassie, go get him. Attack. I'm just kidding. Don't attack. She wants under the desk. The sleep not happening. The only one that gets under this desk is my wife. Hold on. Dang it. See, I, I'm not even going to do it. Too late. I don't have that up on the soundboard. Kaboom, boom. Oh, that's what I need to do. Good idea, Roro. Something for the future. So anyway, you give something up for Lent. I would think that you would give something up that at the end of, on Easter Day, you can say, Hear ye, hear ye, I no longer eat desserts. Yeah, or wine in the background. She's probably whining because she ate. And this dog, literally after she eats, she needs to poop. It's like it just 
goes right through or, or the other thing's ready to be pushed out. So, yeah. So she may be whining in the background for a bit. So I would just think that you would give up something that at the end of the 45 days, if I gave up cussing for 45 days, I'm not going to go back to cussing at the end of 45 days. I either made it or I didn't. Now, I had thought about giving up cussing this time, but I believe I rolled over at like 12.05 on Ash Wednesday morning and was like, oh, fuck, is it only midnight? So I had already ruined five minutes into Lint. So I knew that wasn't going to be one. That could have been a hopeful one, but it's not a realistic one. I just don't understand why you would give something. I don't understand what it, I, I don't understand. I just don't understand, you know, oh, to prove that you can so that you can. Okay. Well, if I think I can give it up, then wouldn't that just be good enough? If I think I could give something up for Lent, because I don't want to feel like a failure. I don't want you to feel like a failure. So my suggestion is don't give shit up for Lent. I don't understand it. And actually, I'm a stoned and a genius, so do not take my word on religion at all in any way, shape, or form. There's a new bruise. Nice. Sometimes when you're old, you just find bruises. I personally think it's because I travel between parallel universes while I sleep. I don't know, though. For sure. So Linton season, I would. So what I have decided to give up was sobriety for Lint, and I am not going to be a pussy and jump on the bandwagon every Sunday and oh look at me, I don't have anything in my system all day today. No, I am fucking going to do this. I'm going to do the way Lint's supposed to be done. I'm fucking going to be. Stoned or drunk from now until Easter. And you know what? Just like if I was going to give up cussing after this, then I probably will be stoned and drunk after that every day as well. And that's all right. See, I need the sound, I need the soundboard because if I had the soundboard, then I could do the applause that everyone needs to hear. Oh, that's great. I really wish I had a producer sometimes. I don't, because then they would want to reel me in or tame me or do some shit like that. Let's see. What other things? I just wrote down uh, various notes. Uh, TSN, uh, Canadian something sports channel. The sports network, maybe. is I don't know. I'm just guessing. That sounds like that should be right. Out of Canada, the lightning game was on there a couple nights ago, and they were showing the... Ottawa Senators and the Tampa Bay Lightnings. I'm from Tampa, huge Lightning fan. And fucking announcers just drive me insane. So Corey Perry and fucker Chuck, I don't know which one it is, Brady, I think, whoever plays for Ottawa, they were talking about, they got into a little bit of a tussle, and these guys are like, no, they're not even in the same weight class. I was like, mm. So here's the thing. Don't talk about shit you don't know anything about. I mean, you can, that's fine, but you're going to run, if you ever run into me, I will call you on your shit, and I will make you feel as little as possible. I will make you want to just diss the fucking peer away. So they were talking about these two guys that were not in the same weight class. And so I looked them up. One is 6'4", 211, the other is 6'3", 206. So unless 
weight classes have dramatically shrank in the number of pounds, the range of weight that they cover, they were two in the fucking same weight class. It's it's because it was Canadian announcers, that was a Canadian team in the Kachuk, you know, and you can think, however, I really wanted to make a meme. They showed Kachuk's mom and dad. He used to play in the NHL, and they showed them. And all I could think about was like, God. Now, I'm not even going to mention it. I don't want to get canceled yet, but I can make a meme. Let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. So on my LinkedIn page, I have the Stone Genius banner. So it says the Stone Genius. Also on my LinkedIn page, it does say that I am a host, co-host, and producer of a couple of podcasts. Because I do do this. And people can listen in. And then they get whatever. So I do have that listed on there. Because I very much enjoy doing this. And someone made the comment that I shouldn't have that on there. That it, it, it didn't look appropriate. So I didn't want to type this back to them. I didn't want to call them out by name. They would actually have to listen to the show for me to tell for them to hear this. Fuck you, fuck off. I'm not sure my mic was working then, so I'll try that again real quick. Fuck you, fuck off. You know what? How about you worry about your own LinkedIn page? That would be nice. Sometimes people get too hung up on stuff, like the title of the show, The Stone Genius. And they're they're so ups- they they have conflict with the word stoned, and I don't understand. I do not understand that with people that have problems with words, their words, and I do know that people can be hurt by words. So I'm only going to speak for myself. I cannot be hurt by true words. One of the cool things about me is I take everything away from people. If they go, oh, well, you said this, or you said, I'll own up to it. I will never walk back something I said or do. I may have changed my mind and we can talk about it or we cannot. We can discuss it. We can do whatever you want, but I won't walk shit back. Because if I said it, I could also say, well, at this time. So here's the thing. Let me just tell you. Back in the 80s, when I went to high school, there was a car, Mazda, it's still around. The RX-7 was out. And for the longest time, I hated the looks of that car. I just, It was a two-seater. I just, I, I'm not a car guy anyway. I just did not like the look of the car. I, for whatever reason. I just thought they were hideous. And I would say that all the time. I was, and I, I may even said bad. I mean, not like bad thing, but I'd be like, oh, that's a, that looks horrible. You know, whatever I said was not supportive of the RX7. 
until a friend of mine got an RX-7 and I rode in an RX-7 and then I drove an RX-7 and then I became a gigantic fan of the RX-7. And then not too long after that, they changed the body style, which I thought the body style was so iconic in the early 80s because it did look different than other cars. The closest thing it would have looked like is a 928S Porsche, very loosely, which would have been from the... um, no, not even that because of the the back. the the back The windows were a little different because when they replaced the car, it actually looked more like that 928 Porsche. Now that I think about it, so I hated the car, the looks of it, and then for whatever reason, it changed. Sometimes things can change. I'll talk about them. I'll say them. I'll do them. Whatever. So I don't think I've done a show since yesterday. I didn't write this down. Um, Well, I'm also going to mention this. So I am part of the International High IQ Society. We have a, a an amp, uh, a network where we can communicate with each other all over the world so that we can talk and not have to be bothered by peons. And someone had asked about... They were just talking about IQ overall, and someone wrote something that was so foreign to me. They, they, I think their first line actually started something to the effect that a person with a G, high IQ or genius IQ is void of ego, or something to that effect. And I was so appalled by that first line I just stopped reading I was like no stupid genius and I am sure there are people out there like that but that is not me so here's the thing I will tell everyone I'm a genius and then I'll put I will show you that I'm a genius I will here's one thing about me I've said it before I will always say this I'm 54. I have never lost a game of trivia. Never. 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 However, I know I will. I know that I'm not the smartest person, but here's the thing, especially when people hear that, they want to challenge you. And I'm like, okay. And and then I won't take it easy on them. I will play the game from another room. And my wife could explain on that once. Our old ex-sister-in-law. Some people think they're geniuses and they're not. You know, some people that have an 110 IQ, which is on the high end of average, think that they're genius because of the people they hang around with. But they're not genius. And this person, so we were, so here's the thing that is funny about gaming. I grew up competitive playing sports. My wife played competitive sports through college. Anytime there is some sort of competition, she wants to be opposite me because she wants to beat me. She wants to be able to put my ego in check. And quite often she can do that. Darts, the basketball court, other than the free throw line. There are certain places where she's going to crush me. 
and she's always going to attempt to, even if it's a game we had never played, like badminton. Like, I'm sure we play that as kids or what, but not like competitive badminton. But if it was like, oh, you want to play a game of badminton or cornhole or washers, doesn't matter what, she's going to want to be opposite me because she wants to compete against me. And I love that. Unless it's trivia. If someone says, do you want to play trivia? And she's like, I'm with Rodney. I just gave out my whole name. Oh my gosh. So they would say, or they would want to play a game of trivia and Bobby would want to be on my team. And everyone always thought that was odd until we would play. So when we played with our old ex-sister-in-law, they were up at the table. We had a split level front to back. And I was down in the living room watching TV and Bobby would just go, what's this? And then we run the board. And that's what's really frustrating is when the other team goes first and they get like, they go, they get one or two questions right and they're so excited. And then you just fucking obliterate them. And I love that. I will tell you that being smart is amazing. And I know that 98% of you are not going to understand what that means. You might think that you're smart, but you're not. And I don't mean that as a slight. It's just I didn't do anything for this. I was born this way. Oh, and I had the applause. Oh, it got loud in here. That was like a standing ovation applause. I didn't do anything for this. I really haven't cultivated this. Many of the things I say will get, my wife will ask, or someone will ask how you know that, and I just say, I don't know. I heard it somewhere or whatever. And so yesterday, case in point, someone at work was talking about the band Pearl Jam. And I go, are you a big Pearl Jam fan? And they said, yes. I go, what was Pearl Jam's original name? And they gave me a blank look, and they go, I don't know. I think they said something like Pearl I'm like, yeah. So they just, they went from Pearl and then added jam onto the end. And then they were like, yep, that was it. That's that's all we needed. So I said, no, it's Mookie Blaylock. And they looked at me weird. I go, Mookie Blaylock, they played basketball at University of Oklahoma. Played in the championship game in 88. They got drafted by the New Jersey Nets. Uh, that's how they got their name. And they go, no, it isn't. So I Googled what was Pearl Jam's original name. Big block letters, Mookie Blaylock comes up. And then I turned to this person. I said, do you know Pearl Jam's first album? And they go, yes. I go, what was the name of it? And he goes, 10. I go, oddly enough, that was Mookie Blaylock's jersey number. Yeah. And they're like, are you a huge uh, Pearl Jam fan? I go, no. And they go, well, how do you know this? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm a genius. And that's what's funny is that they, that when, whatever, doesn't matter. But yeah, I, going back to the LinkedIn, I'm going to have the stone. I don't give two flying fucks what someone thinks about me and my cannabis use. Guess what? If you have, so here's the thing. Like, I don't believe, I actually, I believe 
all drugs should be decriminalized and many of them regulated. I'm just a firm believer in that. And that's for someone that's only done cannabis or alcohol or nicotine, which is still a drug and by far addictive. So I don't want to hear about that shit or alcohol. But it just pissed me off that someone would. It actually didn't piss me off. It, it, it just, the thing that makes me mad is that someone is so upset about that. So they're more upset that it says stone than they are impressed by the fucking word genius. And I get it. A lot of people will say that they're, may say that they're genius or they'll say I got a genius friend and they're not. They're a couple points higher than they are. And here's the thing also. I just got Talk about everything, I guess, today. If there are two people, even if they're fucking identical twins, one is smarter than the other. I don't care if they were in the same fucking room the whole time they grew up. They they will interpret information differently and receive it differently, even if they're both at genius level. But one is going to be smarter and process information dramatically different than the other one. Even if they're both geniuses, even if they're twins. So now imagine me and you. Just imagine me and whoever you are. You have a one in a hundred chance of being smarter than me. And believe me, I have said that before. When someone challenged me, said, well, how do you know I'm not smarter than you? I'm like, because out of every hundred people, there's only one person that's smarter than me. And I guarantee that's not you. I will put people on their place, and I don't have a problem with that. Because I do not suffer fools lightly. But I did find it very interesting that they are more concerned about the word stone than they are genius. Just like most jobs would be more, more concerned about like when they like I don't understand pre-employment drug test. Don't you do a background check? Well, if I've lost a lot of jobs or if I had a gap in history and you ask me about that and you find out I was in rehab, maybe I have an issue with drugs. If I've made it to 54 and I've never been arrested, never got a ticket, all these different things, why the fuck do you care what I do by myself or when I'm away from work? If it does not affect you and your work, fuck off. Ooh, actually, hold on. Do 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 do. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh ooh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little angry right now. Not angry, but just pissed off. Just stupid people have really been getting under my skin lately. I am. I have told my wife. When I die, whenever that is, it's probably going to be sooner rather than later. I have a dash cam, and in my dash cam, it has a cockpit cam, so you can always see and hear what's going on in the cockpit, which is great when me and my wife are talking trash about our kids. (laughs) Just kidding. But we will talk shit, and I will talk shit about other drivers. I told her to post. As soon as I die, I go, just go online and post every single, because it does five-minute loops, and I have a huge card in there. So generally, there are dozens if not hundreds of files in there that five minutes at a time that you could post of me just screaming at people in the car and you're like that's road rage and you're like 
yeah, kind of, but I'm not the one that's driving like a shithead. I actually understand how to use an on-ramp, off-ramp, roundabout, merge lane, zipper lane, what a short staccato dotted line means, what a solid white line means. See, I actually know what those things mean, and I'm pretty sure these other fuckers don't. Because if I said something, and this has happened before, something at a light is when I had a Jeep. I said something, I go, I go, how many... How many laws are you going to break in a quarter mile? It was like from a stoplight to a stoplight. And they go, what do you mean? And I was like, it was like failure to maintain lane, illegal lane change, failure to signal. I mean, it was just like a whole slew of shit that was going on and using their phone, I'm sure, at the same time. So I've just been putting up with a lot of people. And I do think it's funny when people focus on stoned instead of genius. Let's see. What else did I put? Uh, yes. Oh, here's a thing. We're talking. I was thinking about Lent, and I just wrote this down. Because of the way that I am. Someone has asked me once. They go, well, you're a Christian. I'm like, yeah. And they, they understand. We've had the talk about my language, my my actions, my... And actually, it, it's funny. Because people will get hung up on my language or how I will talk about someone or something but not on what I do. Like, they'll be, they'll be mad about that, and it's like, well, have you ever served at a mission? Oh, okay, you haven't. Okay, well, okay, that's cool. So, I mean, just stupid little shit, because they get so hung up on, on, on language. I should write down Samuel L. Jackson. I don't know if I'm going to get to this or not. Sammy. Sammy Jack. <laughs> I remember what that means, because I may not get back to that. But someone had asked me because of being a Christian, and I was thinking about this with Lenten season being around and everything, that they go, do you pray? And I go, yeah, I pray every day. I go, I talk to God every day. Usually they're more of conversations than prayers like that start officially and end officially. It's more like I have a split second, 30 seconds, a minute, and I'll have a conversation. My wife is only privy to the conversations when I'm cussing at God and saying, once I get to heaven, they're going to hunt him down and punch him in the eye. There are other conversations that are less aggressive. (laughs) Hold on. If that can make me laugh, I'm going to do it again. Okay. So they were asking if I prayed. And I talk to God, but I do not pray for things. I don't even pray for, you know, I, I, I will pray for, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sitting here praying for, I do not subscribe to the prosperity gospel where the better I am, the more I'm going to get. Because outside of my language and attitude and disposition and the way I treat others, I'm a pretty good guy. I'm just kidding. Either about being a good guy or those other things. I'm not sure which one I'm kidding about. Anyway, so I just don't pray about stuff like that. I don't pray that... I don't pray that, oh man, you know, I would do anything or I would... Or just even I hope that my podcast take off or something. I mean, I just, I hope that, 
I just don't know. There's not a, a, a prayer. Usually it's, even if someone's sick, it's hope that they can find a way to find peace and serenity because it's not always being cured. I mean, sometimes you have to find other things. There are things you have to deal with in your life. So I just, I, I pray for the people in my, in my life and I just, I'm not praying about objects or things. And so it's just funny when they asked me that question, cause I, I didn't even, I was like, what do you mean? And they go, well, like, you know, do you pray for like a new job? And I'm like, no, no. I mean, I didn't, wouldn't even think of that, but I just don't even, that's not, my prayers are more like, Hey, you know, I hope. And it's more, like I say, it's a conversation. It's not like, Oh, please watch over my sister and take care. I just, I don't think that God's personally going to be like, Oh, I should go over and watch over and stuff like that. Just like, I hope she's doing well. If she needs anything that she knows that, I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. So let's see. What's the last note I have? I wouldn't have made, Oh, so as a parent, and I'm sure it all walks alive, there are decisions that you wouldn't make, especially as a parent, you do something, you raise your children and you teach them not to grow up to be the leader of a drug cartel and then they grow up to be the leader of a drug cartel and then you feel bad about that because of the decisions they made and so a lot of times people are like well that's not the decision I would have made or tell you well I wouldn't have made that decision because you know or that's a stupid decision because they don't understand it they don't understand any of that and my response would have just been, well, well, I'm not you. You don't have to say anything else. Like if someone said something and a response was warranted, which I don't know why it would be, but if it was, is well, I'm not you. That's not saying anything. I mean, I would assume that people come from all walks of life. And here's the thing. I was also... Th- I never think about, never, well, first of all, I never thought about having kids. I mean, it just wasn't something that I, I wasn't for or against. Now, I have a very strong opinion on whether I'm for or against kids. Spoiler alert, against kids. (laughs) Too late and they're grown. But, I don't know. I just... When when people make a decision, they'll make a decision based on the situation. Now, I can, I can give information. The cool thing about me is literally I can come up with every possible outcome. And if I don't, that's the thing that messes me up. Nothing messes me up in life unless it's something literally way out of left field, not even out of left field, like something outside the stadium. Like if I was an outfielder and you're like, oh, that came out of left field or something like that, it it would be more like someone threw an anvil cartoon style over the stadium and hit me. That didn't even make any sense. That last rip I may not have needed. 
we'll figure out here in a minute. But you wouldn't make that decision. So the things that catch me off guard, like I say, if I ever say something to you and you think, wow, that sounds like fighting words, you best understand that I've already understood that those may have been fighting words and that if a fight result, if I don't think that I could match up with someone in a fight, then I'm not going to say something that's fighting words because I've already assessed the situation. So I'm just saying when people make decisions instead of goading on that decision, just remember, I'm not you, you're not me. They'll make different decisions. You know, someone that starts off in the drug game, they could come from any walk of life, and you don't know what their background is. You don't know what the catalyst was. If you don't think that there's, I don't know, it just, you, you, People make a decision that they think is best for themselves. The The problem, and this is a whole different episode now that we're 37 minutes into this one, and I keep hitting my microphone. I, just, I apologize. I should see how bad that sounds on your end, but I'm sure it sounds bad because I can hear it in the feedback of my microphones. But I think, actually, I'm going to stop today. It... I wasn't going to do an additional show. I've just been doing a lot of thinking. I Actually, I'm going to close it off with this. And this is tucked into the end of the show, so this isn't going to probably mean that much to most people. Recently did an interview that I'm releasing on multiple podcasts, including I've already released it on this one. It's the. It doesn't matter which one it is. The interview itself, it wasn't an interview. It was a conversation. It was supposed to be an interview. Things changed. It got off rails. I don't know if it was a bad conversation, good conversation. But at the end of the day, I was thinking about it. And I don't care whether the conversation was good or bad. I mean, ultimately, I want it to be good. But as long as I better myself, it was bad. But I don't think we had any rapport. I don't think... Sometimes with a guest or someone, you there's just not the, the click there. There is someone that wants to be on the podcast that started their own cryptocurrency. I don't know shit about cryptocurrencies. I don't really care. You know, whatever. I don't care. I didn't even know you could start your own cryptocurrency, but evidently you can. And this person really wants to be on the show and talk about it. And because I don't know anything about cryptocurrency or how you would start it, or I don't know anything. I mean, I am literally, I'm not going to say it. I am going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. So it would be a great guest to have on. I don't like this person personally. I don't know what it is. There is just something. Actually, doesn't matter what it is. I just don't want. I just. It doesn't interest me. I. There would be no rapport with that person. And 
if they're listening to this podcast, because they may be listening to the podcast, this isn't a not, I mean, this isn't, so most people, if they heard this, like if I called this person out by name and not called them out, but just said their name and they knew about it, they would probably be upset with me because that's the way I feel. But if you go to them before you let them know this information and ask them how they feel about me and how they how I treat them, it would be amazingly different. And the only thing that changed is that it was out there, there was verbalized, and now it's out there in the universe. And so someone has it to hear about. And I... There are so many things. This is the biggest problem. And now I'm just rambling at this point. If you've made it to this point, that's great. If not, this is, you haven't made it, that's fine too because this is cathartic for me. I've been having issues with, so I have the Roro Show with Steven. Quick background on that. I started that as an interview show, wanting to use my wit and humor to have an enjoyable, long-form interview show. First three interviews I did, very little humor. They were good, but they were pulling out information. They were very serious. They were information that I was not aware, used to. I I was <clears throat> good interviews, information that I wasn't expecting. The first 10 minutes of the interview with John Lyle, veterinarian John Lyle, who I've known for 40 years, the first 10 minutes of that interview, I don't think I knew any of that information. And that's someone I knew. But we have rapport. And we talk. And it doesn't even have to be about the subject matter. Because I, if someone came up to me and goes, you're going to have to spend eight hours all day today watching informational videos on either A, cryptocurrency, or B, Irish dance. Unless the Irish dance is performed in the nude, and it's fine if it's Males or females. I just think it would be more interesting nude. Especially the way they're jumping around and dangling around. <laughs> I would probably pick cryptocurrency. Because I think ultimately that would be more interesting at the end of eight hours than Irish dance. That being said, I've done an interview with a former competitive Irish dancer that was over an hour I'm having her on again, and we're just going to talk this out. It's going to be another episode. I'm assuming probably going to be an hour. But if it goes three, I'm just going to, I'm I'm not doing three episodes on Irish dancing. No. No. Catherine, if you're listening to this, because that's who I would be talking to, we're only doing two Irish dance shows. So don't think this has turned into a series about Irish dancing. But the, I found that super interesting. But the rapport that I had with that person, it was just back and forth. There were no lulls. It it just it was it was different. And so I have been trying to overcome my feelings if I really want to once again, sometimes what you complain about 
is also your biggest downfall too. Kind of reminds me of World War Z. In the plane. When the doctor's talking to Brad Pitt. It's a good conversation, but kind of reminds me of that. That sometimes your downfall... Like my mother hates it when I correct people. But yet she will correct you 100% of the time if you do anything wrong. That's why our girls gave up piano, because of my mom. And I know she's not listening to it because she'd probably be devastated if she learned that. But we would tell her, you cannot listen to them play the piano and stop them if they make a mistake. Let them fucking play the 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 whole piece because they would start playing one wrong note, which I, as a non-musically inclined person, would not have probably noticed that wrong note. And if I did, I was probably like, it's a 10-year-old. What the fuck? So, but she would stop them. And then we would say, you you can't do that. And so then instead of verbally saying it, she'd be like, mm, if they play a wrong note. And I'm not kidding about this. So fucking annoying. But I have to get over my, so my mom doesn't like, it when you when I correct people, but she will one hundred percent correct you, and she'll correct you even if she's not right. She'll try to correct you, and like you could be correct, but if she thinks you're incorrect, then she's going to try to correct you into the incorrect to make you uncorrect. Eh. But I am trying to over. I always. Not always. I often say that the problem with journalism is let it today is letting personal feelings, opinions, facts through. If you want to do like an opinion piece for like a magazine or something like that, that's fine. And you can put your opinion in. If it's supposed to be news, you don't get to put your opinion in. There used to be a, a, a anchor here in Kansas City on the, the Fox Morning Show who would always interject their personal, even if it wasn't correct. And they, you know, it's one of those things where they would try to slight it. Well, that's the liberal side of the city or something like that, because that's the bad side of the city because it's the liberal side of the city. We know what you're saying, Mark. We get it. So when I complain about journalism that too many people put their personal feelings into it, where if you're doing a subject and interview, it should be about that subject or interview. Or you can have it a different piece. So if it's a different piece, I'm not going to fucking do it because I just don't have the rapport. I just don't want to spend an hour plus talking to this person. That would be painful for me, and I'm not doing this podcast to be painful to myself. I know it's painful for you. And honestly, how painful for you is it if you've made it 47 minutes into the show? Don't say, oh, well, your show's so painful, but you made it 47 minutes in. Ooh, I wonder if I could one day, and this is where my head just jumps around to, if I could one day make a podcast that was so horrifically bad, just so hard to listen to for whatever reason, 
that it would be used in torture situations. Like the CIA would grab someone and they'd go to torture them and they would like not let them sleep by playing my podcast over and over and over and over and over. That would be funny. I mean, how would you feel? I'm like watching the true story of, I don't, uh, what was it, Zero After Dark or something, that when they're, they were interrogating someone, and I'm sitting at home watching, and then in the background they're playing my fucking podcast. And I'm like, what the? And that's, and that's what breaks the guy. I'll tell you anything you need to know. <clears throat> Not sure what country they were in due to that accent. But it was somewhere either in the northern or southern hemisphere or eastern or western hemisphere. One of those four hemispheres, that's where it was. I think I've covered everything I needed to cover. I'll probably cover some of this again the next time. Why? Because it was so good I should talk about it twice. And B, did I say and why? Why and B. So why? Because it was probably good shit. And B, because I have to. No, B, because I will forget that I've talked about it, even though I have a notebook. The funny thing is I don't go back to previous pages, actually. Look, listen. Do you think that I'm actually, I'm not even looking at my notebook right now. I'm just turning the pages under the mic so it sounded like I was doing something here in the background. I think I'm going to pretend like I have a, a producer sometime. I'll, like, pause and go, okay, thanks. This just then... The Stone Genius is amazing. More details at nine. I don't know. Hey, thanks for making 50 minutes into the show. I know that if you did, you're related to me, so thank you very much. I'll try to make the next episode 